0: and waters of the great lake state to the michigan talk network it's wild michigan with your host duran martinez
1: Welcome to Wild Michigan. Duran Martinez hanging out with you on the Michigan Talk Network all over the world on our website, wildmichiganradio.com, being brought to you by Conquest Sense. Uh, in uh, Michigan here, makers of sense in a stick like VS1 and EverCalm and the new thermopads that you can get all of that information on their website, conquestsense.com. And not just guns, Cedar Street at 127 in Mason for all of your ammunition, firearm, everyday care needs. Those guys are fantastic. I love, love, love them to death. Uh, Mike Green and his staff are, are very, very knowledgeable and more than that, helpful in finding what you want in the world of firearms Not what they want to sell you What you want And what you need What's going to fit you best Okay, that's the way to go about uh, Buying and selling firearms In my opinion uh, Thanks to our first hour guest Tom Nelson The American Archer Is out in Kansas At the Kansas Bow Hunters Association Convention Their 50th anniversary And also uh, David Bilowski From St. Joe River Bows Joined us In the first hour Of the show as well But right now Our old pal Al Stewart, old as, and we've known him a long time. He's not an old guy, just he's been around with us since the beginning uh, of our Wild Michigan show days. And he is now with uh, Hillsdale College, uh, which we will talk about in a little bit. But he is the former Upland Game Bird uh, boss over at the Michigan DNR. Al, welcome back, sir. How are you?
2: Oh, I- I'm great. Thank- thanks for the invitation to to be here, Dran. It's always fun to talk about turkeys and. Hillsdale
1: College as well, <laughs> right? Well, I tell you, you know, and, and I'm always, I'm always thankful for you and, and people like Tom and everybody else, because without you guys, I would not have been able to. Uh, I I don't think I ever would have been successful in the outdoors. I would have tried, 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 beating my head against a tree, trying to figure out how to do things. But because of this show, because we've been able to talk with you, I personally have been able to learn and share the information we've learned uh, with our listeners. And turkey hunting is something I had never done prior to this show, Uh, maybe like once or twice, but had zero clue as to what to do. But, but man, I tell you, I've been very fortunate – since we started this, um, and successful with turkey hunting, and I, I truly love it, man. It is my favorite, favorite time of year to hunt. It really is. And thank you, Al, for that.
2: Well, thank you for the kind words, and it's been fun to watch you progress. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and yeah, isn't it great? It's you know, like spring is here. You know it's, it's really happening, and there's nothing better than to be out there turkey hunting. In my mind, you know, and the fun part about turkey hunting is, you know, you, you can also look later in May for some morale mushrooms while you're out there too to kind of match everything up. So yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> it's a great time to be out there, and turkey hunting is probably, in my mind, the best hunting that's out there. You know, it combines the very best of. You know, the woodsmanship that you have with deer hunting, with the interaction of the animal, like with duck hunting, where you call back and forth. So it matches up the best of two other outstanding uh, activities, making it, you know, turkey hunting like the best. Yeah,
1: it, to me, it, it really, it, it is my favorite. I, I like it because you have the opportunity to um, incorporate your calling skills with with visual uh, skills of, of of a decoy, and whether you want to do it with a bow or with a shotgun or with a crossbow, you have those opportunities as well. Um, and we are are really really plentiful with birds in a lot of areas of the state.
2: Yeah, I mean Michigan, you know, it's that that old story of gee, pre settlement uh, European settlement. We had lots of turkeys, and by 1900 they were, you know. All white, all, you know, eliminated from this state, uh, extirpated, as they say, and and then uh, the DNR, working with partners like National Wild Turkey Federation, then uh, helped to do some restoration activities in the 19 you know 50s, and, and then then uh, more recently in the 1980s, really kicked it off. And now you can hunt turkeys in every county of the state, which is outstanding when you recognize that the ancestral range of the wild turkey is aligned. Uh, South of the line from Bay City to Muskegon, so basically just southern Michigan. So, uh, yeah, it's outstanding, and Michigan ranks, you know, right up there in the top five to eight in the country for wild turkey harvest. So we're in a good spot, in a good place, and uh, I can't wait for the turkey season to start this spring.
1: I can't either. You know, something we're uh, speaking with Al Stewart here on Wild Michigan. Al, one thing I've learned from you is when we set the seasons, when the the first hunter is able to go out in the woods, uh, the majority of the hens have been bred by this time. So it's, you know, we, we've got a really good chance of having a another great, uh, you know, year class coming, depending on the weather, of course.
2: Well, yeah, so the, those... Uh the, the beginning dates for those seasons were originally set up after the majority of the hens had been bred and that, that was done uh, and confirmed by using, you know, harvest of, of turkeys during the fall season and then kind of backdating, you know, when, when were the eggs laid, when did they hatch? So it's, you know, it's not just a, you know, I guess it's a pretty firm thought. So, uh, yeah, it, we're, uh, we're able to, you know, hunt those toms at the time the season is open. And uh, then, you know, the, the other funny story is that in the, in the turkey hunter, having turkey season, you know, every, everyone wanted to be out there on the opening day. I call it the deer hunter syndrome. you got to be out there opening day. <laughs> right. but the reality of turkeys is the hunter success is nearly as good on the first day as it is the very last day. And that's what makes turkey hunting, you know, again, a a really great, great hunting opportunity
1: it is and we have we have such a generous uh, season with that that late season that with the zz permit um you know which goes april through may you know i mean so it really gets into some good weather to go out there and the other great thing is too it's not like deer hunting where you have to have your blind in place long before you know you get out there you can pop one up in the middle of a field and still be successful
2: oh yeah and you know I have used the blind. I usually I like to dress in really good camouflage and then kind of move through the woods, uh, you know, like a ninja. <laughs> and, and, and then, you know, so that I can call the turkeys and kind of move around um, and, and get into, you know, the best way to get a turkey. I I've told you this before is uh, the, the best way to do that is be halfway between where a turkey is and where he wants to go, you know, and then then you can call and. Kind of convince them to be, you know, 20 yards from you. Yeah.
1: Al Stewart is our guest here. Is the former Upland game bird specialist for the Michigan DNR. Uh, Al, I want to talk about calling real quickly. Um, do you have to be a great caller to get birds in? Because I've heard hens that sound worse than me. And you know what? Actually, hang on to that. We're up against the break already because I wasn't paying attention. Uh, We'll ask that question in the next segment, and then we'll catch up with what you're doing with Hillsdale. So hang on a second, please. We'll be right back. Al, if you don't mind. Look forward to talking to you. All right, man. I'm going to come right back with Al Stewart here on the Michigan Talk Network. We are Wild Michigan. i no, no, no. wild michigan i'm duran martinez very happy to have you here being brought to you by our friends and not just guns also conquest sense and uh, and uh, luke brian what what a nice what a great guy I was that i uh air tree archery trade association show one time uh, just had me standing right next to the guy he looks at me he's like hey man selfie i'm like no well i guess if you want to take a picture with me that'd be fine luke that, that'll that be okay but no it was a great time and uh, a fond memory for sure uh, my good friend al stewart former 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 Upland Game Bird specialist with the Michigan DNR, joining us right now. Uh, Al, real quickly, before we went to break, I asked you the question uh, about calling because, um, you know, you get new people out and and they want to, you know, try something easy like a box call or a mouth call. And they're really worried about cadence and they're worried about sound. But, you know, I've heard hens respond and, and Al, it... I thought some like real rookie was out in the woods, but it was actually a bird so do we really have to be that good?
2: no no you know get that get out there enjoy it in today's world you know you can do Google or whatever and listen to the sounds of turkeys <laughs> you, you know electronically you don't have to spend all that time in the woods uh, listening to them all but I recommend that and it's a lot of fun because you get to learn about turkeys I always like to try to think about if i was a turkey right now what would i be doing so but as far as the sounds that they make yeah i've been fooled by uh, r- uh wild hens before where i hear somebody walking through the woods making terrible terrible sounds in my mind and all of a sudden what pops up <laughs> not but a wild hen so i've learned long and long ago you know there's there's no wrong way to call turkeys and in fact one time when i was out west um i i kind of tripped on a barbed wire fence while we were calling calling some turkeys uh or trying to get some turkeys going and i tripped on a barbed wire fence and it went (laughs) and a turkey gobbled and 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 i pushed on that fence again and he gobbled again and i pushed on it again and he gobbled again whatever that sound was he really liked it and We'd been watching them and couldn't get them to gobble. So it was kind of fun to say, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is working. <laughs> it, it, it is it
1: is amazing. I mean, look, I've heard them gobble from a door slamming, you know, the shock gobble uh, like yeah. that. But but real quickly, while I've got you here, a couple of years ago, my wife and I were out hunting. I had her uh, in the blind, and I was, I was behind her calling, and we had a hand come up to our decoy. Well, okay, I've seen that a bunch of times. Uh, But the hens started strutting, Al, which really threw me for a loop. Of course, I asked a question. Oh, there he is. Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, oh, no, no. Uh, Yeah, so so that's, uh, they do that. You you know, there's a thing called pecking order. You know, so the hens um, have a hierarchy within hens, and uh, they'll display, they'll peck at another hen, they'll, you know, flop on them um, as well. So there's. There's a, there's a lot of, you know, social interactions mm-hmm. that go on between turkeys and, you know, birds overall. But turkeys are really, you know, highlight like that.
1: Yeah, you know, she, uh, she hung out for a couple hours, which didn't do us any good whatsoever. And we thought we had a live decoy. That'd be great, but it didn't pan out. But, you know, it was still great to watch watch her every move and her lay down and just kind of hang out with us. You know, and those are experiences you don't get by sitting at home watching TV.
2: Oh, that's right, and that's how you learn about turkeys. So, Absolutely. I and mean, that's how you really, that's, that's why I say I, I, I try to think about, if I was a turkey, what would I be doing right now? <laughs> you
1: know. No, that's that's fantastic, and I, and I love uh, love the state. Uh, real quickly also, Al, before I get to your, my next question about Hillsdale College, um, there has been talk about the possibilities of a, a two-tom spring, and I'd like to get your unofficial take on that.
2: Well, I, I I don't think that's maybe the best direction to go right now when we see turkey, particularly tur- turkeys, particularly throughout, turkeys throughout the range, not just in Michigan, but, you know, in a decline. So, uh, and, and then the other is, you know, Michigan has, uh, you know, is, is ranked really high nationally for turkey harvest and uh, is rated as having some of the highest, uh, you know, quality hunting in the country. I mean, people from other states coming here to hunt Mm -hmm. turkeys because of the quality. So, you know, anytime you make uh, two of anything, you know, you end up with other competitions, you end up with other things impacting it. And, you know, you shoot two turkeys and I don't get one, then, you know, you shot the one that I would have shot, you know. So now as a hunter, I'm disappointed. You know, so um, I, I, I guess my first blush at it, hey, it ain't broke right now. We're really experiencing good turkey hunting. A great time to be out there. Let's kind of stay with what we have for the moment.
1: All right. Al Stewart, our guest here. Uh, Al, you are now working with Hillsdale College and the USA shooting te- uh, team. Well, what's going on with that?
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I retired from the DNR and I failed at retirement and I started <laughs> working at Hillsdale College uh, doing things that I really believe in. And, you know, again, my, my mission is to inform the The public, the voting public in particular, about uh, how hunters, anglers, and uh, target shooters pay for conservation. They're the ones who pay for conservation. Really, put their money in. You know, when you, you know, buy a hunting license, when you buy firearms, ammunition, you're contributing to, you know, Pittman Robinson. When you're buying a fishing lure, you're contributing to uh, Dingle Johnson, and all that money goes back into, you know, helping the DNR manage the species and uh allows us to have these great resources and opportunities that that are out there, not only in Michigan but throughout the country so uh that's yeah that's that's what it's about and uh i at the same time you know Hillsdale college is the home of u s a shooting and you know u s a olympic shooters so it it's a really good place. I, I just enjoy every day, and I, I work with some outstanding people at Hillsdale College and through Hillsdale College. So I'm, I'm excited to you know to be there as part of that, and you know it goes back though to the you know Teddy Roosevelt part of it. You know he he was the champion of sportsman, and you know he knew that hunting and fishing was you know crucial to preserving and protecting you know wildlife. Sure, but unfortunately, you know t- today there are fewer people who hunt. Fish. You know, there's anti-hunting groups, there's animal rights groups that want to stop people from hunting and fishing. And so we, we need to be able to share this story about who really pays for conservation and how it's done. And uh, it, it's a model, you know, the North American conservation model that that has worked. It's the envy of um, countries all around the world. Mm-hmm. And it works. And it's been successful, and we've taken things like turkeys from species of scarcity or you know, to animals, abundance, wood ducks, even deer. So, you know, today we call those the unendangered
1: species. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. You know, and and again, Al, you know, I I have to applaud your work, what you've done in the past, what you're doing now, because education is like the basis for everything we do, because without it, uh, a lot of things can go wrong.
2: Yeah, well, somebody has to care. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And and, and there's a lot of things, you know, where hunters and anglers are putting their money where their mouth is. So if you go duck hunting, you have to buy a federal duck stamp and that goes into the federal refuge system. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to buy that if you hunt ducks, but anybody can use the federal refuge system, you know? So in the same way with, with the game areas that we have here in the state, you know, we, hunters' dollars, pitman dollars, help to pay for the management and, you know, the the, the even buying, helping to buy some of the land sure. that we all can use. You know, we use it as hunters or anglers, you know, during sort of short windows of the year. But anybody can go out there and use it. And that's, you know, it, 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 it's a quality of life issue, and hunters and anglers are paying for that, for everybody's quality of life. And we found that during the pandemic that people Absolutely. like to go outdoors.
1: Absolutely. Al Stewart, thank you so much for joining us here on the show, man. We appreciate it. And, um, you know, again, uh, we, we know how to find you. You can't hide from us, Al.
2: <laughs> well, 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 thanks. And, uh, and, and I appreciate all the kind kind words, Duran. And I, I look forward to you talking with you maybe even later in the turkey season about how everything's going and, uh, you know, more about hillsdale college and you know the usa shooting down there in fact, absolutely i'm we'll, down I, I, and uh, we'll do that meet with some of those
0: folks
2: yeah, I know it'd be great i look forward I to it. it al stewart thank you so
1: much for joining us here hillsdale college usa shooting team all kinds of great stuff going on here in the great Lakes state we're going to talk with ted harpam darton archery coming up in just a couple of minutes as we continue on the spring archery show right here on wild
0: michigan you can join us on Facebook or listen to podcasts, all from our website at wildmichiganradio.com. Now, back to Duran Martinez and Wild Michigan. Cross the line at an hour too tight In a state 94 more miles Through the Great Lake State Turn it up so the bus lake. Another night in Michigan
1: Back to Wild Michigan. Duran Martinez hanging out with you on the Michigan Talk Network. Yet again, we're moving through March. So much stuff coming up. Commemorative Bucks of Michigan event coming up on the 25th at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. I'll be there for that. Your MC and uh, next weekend, uh, the 17th and 18th. In uh, Gaylord, Michigan I will be at the United Deer Farmers of Michigan speaking along With uh, Blaine Anthony, the bear is doing his speech on uh, Friday. I'll be talking on Saturday And there's a lot of great games And hunts and all kinds of stuff That you can be a part of and possibly win And take home with you uh, at That event. So we'll be looking forward to uh, that And we'll be reporting on that as well But right now we are keeping This archery slash turkey season Show going and we're going to round with my good friend Ted Harpum from Darton Archery, a Michigan company with American designed and made bows in Hale, Michigan. Uh, Ted, buddy, welcome back. 2023. uh, Happy New Year.
0: Hey, thank you, Duran. Thank you for having me on today as well,
1: too. Dude, absolutely, man. You guys have been a part of this show and, and friends with us for a very long, long time. Uh, Darton Archery, of course, Rex Darlington started it. Um, and, and just recently, uh, a couple of years ago, gave up the reins and said, you know, it, it's time to move. And that's, uh, yeah, no, that's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, Randy from Black Eagle, Randy Kitts, the owner of Black Eagle Arrows, uh, acquired Dart and Archery, and so we've got Black Eagle Arrows, uh, which is just a stable in the industry, as well as Dart and Archery, and then also Conquest Stabilizers.
1: Man, there's there's so, so much. at all now, brother. <laughs> you, well, I saw that. I, I saw one of the packages you put together, which I'm looking at going, you know, that had me written all over it. <laughs>
0: yeah it's a great package the the ready to hunt packages that we're putting together today is just they're amazing i mean it comes with everything you need uh to get out in the field to do some target shooting to play in the backyard i mean it literally has it all
1: now 2023 i mean it's you guys are are ever evolving and you have a couple of new bows uh started for for this year already
0: so what Rand? what when we come to the table, when Randy uh, acquired Darton Archery, just a little bit of history quick, he had lots of, of pro shooters on his staff, which in turn now are shooting Dartons. So what's really happening now is that is on the target uh, lines, um, Darton Archery is really, really starting to come back and make a name for itself because we're on the podium so much. Um, so, yeah, we're real excited at what's going on in 23. You know, that was uh... – Target archery
1: is, is, is so, it's, it's big within the realm of archery, but people outside of it don't really know enough about it because it's something that, I mean, you don't have to hunt to be great at archery.
0: Right. Oh, Exactly. And we're getting more and more people today that, that just love to shoot. Kids they're, they're growing up, they're, you know, they're doing it in 4-H. They're doing it in the S3DA programs. They're doing it in school programs and parks and recreation programs. And it's just a, it's just a great, great sport.
1: It, it is, you know, we had archery shooting when I was in in grade school, and hell, before that, we were, uh, you know, getting stuff to make our own bows because we didn't, you know, we didn't buy them, we made them, and, and that's really what got uh, started my love for archery. But um, it's it's really nice that they're doing this in schools, giving these kids these outdoor skills indoors, and, and teaching them about safety at the same time.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, for sure. No, it's great. And now with our new lineup of bows that we've got, it's it's you know we're really catering to the whole vast variety of archery shooters, from the pros to the amateurs. It's really, really going well.
1: Now, I'm looking at your website here, dartandarchery.com, and the 2023 Prelude bow, the E32. Tell me a little bit about that one.
0: Well, you know, this is uh, one of our flagship bows for 2023. And with the 32-inch axle-to-axle, this bow is manufactured out of all 7075 aluminum, including the mods, the cams, the riser. We've gone to the roller dart system now. It does come standard with the E-System for a speed bow, which generally hasn't been the case. In the beers past, the Maverick XT was our speed bow, and it didn't have the yoke system on it like that. But what this does, it takes all the torsional stress off the limb tips, takes all the pressure off the cam bearing, and gives you a draw cycle that's absolutely amazing for a speed bow. And, you know, believe it or not, this bow is shooting in the mid-340s at 30-inch draw, 70 pounds, which is just literally unheard of with this kind of a setup.
1: You know, so that means, I mean, translating to uh, somebody that, me, I'm, I'm not 30 inches by any stretch, and i sure sure it's ain't 70. It's still, for what I'm shooting, plenty fast.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. You know, and this has got an all-new re- designed riser, uh, I and mean, we've got some, some different dampening systems now that we've put into this. And, you know, we're manufacturing and, and going through everything now here right at Darton. So we've got an all-new decoration department. You know, this bow, the one that you see in the catalog, is, is powder-coated, but we do do color fusion now as well, too. We've got some new camos out there. So people really need to go to the website and check out our stuff at um, It's Everything has really, really changed uh, at Darton Archery.
1: Now, Ted uh, Ted Harpum is our guest from Dart and Archery here on Wild Michigan. Ted, is that your shortest axle-to-axle hunting bow?
0: Uh, No, actually, we've got the the Cyclone, and that's 30-inch axle-to-axle. And that bow has been in our lineup for a few years, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, we've made some changes to it a little bit. And, you know, a 30-inch axle-to-axle with the Helix let-out groove um, is just a a fantastic bow for being in a blind, being in a – you know, if you're in a tighter – closer concealed area if you're in a tree with a tight area uh the bow's very very fast at uh, 30 inches uh and 70 pounds is shooting 330 feet per second uh which is just crazy good speeds
1: yeah, that's the one I was. You know, I, I start dreaming in Technicolor on the website, and when I looked at that Cyclone, uh, the the Ready to Hunt, I'm like, oh, I'm looking at everything right there. Just screams Duran. It's black. It's short ATA. Uh, it's got all the uh, all the um, Go Fasters, if you will, with the the sight and the quiver and everything. And and to me, you know, the drop away rest and, and the uh, stabilizer, all that stuff. To me, it looks a lot like what I would go out and purchase individually, costing myself a ton more money.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's really the package to choose. If you're a hunter and, and that's what you enjoy doing and you love shooting in the backyard a little bit, that bow and that ready-to-hunt package is unbeat, unbeatable. It, it is. Keep it... in mind, all these bows that we've got out here today and our entire lineup— is all with the rotating mods. So what that means is you can go anywhere from, you know, one drawling to another just simply by turning the, the mod on the cam. So these bows, it's, you know, if you're looking at, uh, you have a bow for a couple of years, the resale value is very, very good. Um, they're ex- extremely efficient. They're very, very quiet. Uh, it, it's really changed the game, uh, going forward at Darton archery, you know, and now we have another bow that's come out, which is another flagship for 23, which is our Verocity 35. Mm-hmm. We've never at Dart and archery had a 35 inch axle axle Now we've had, you know, you remember we've had some 34 inch axle axles and stuff, but this 35 really hits a sweet spot, uh sweet spot for a lot of archers and 3d shooters out there.
1: You know, and that, and that right there, the, the longer, more forgiving axle-to-axle, a lot of people tend to gravitate towards that because it, it is, you know, like I said, a, a little more forgiving and not as, uh, as, as fick- fickle <laughs> as the shorters are.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Yep.
1: But for some we reason, Ted, I still that. love the short ones. I don't, I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it, it just serves a lot of purposes. I mean, you can do a lot of things with that bow. Uh, and if you, and and a lot of guys, you know, they, they like to shoot some 3d targets in the backyard and they, and they're hunters. And that's the vast majority of the guys out there today, um, fit that category. So, you know, the guys that are watching the threes and they want to go to the tournaments, they want to do this stuff, and they're looking for a bow that will meet those needs. Now we have it with the Ferocity 35. So it's a little longer axle-axle, gives you a little more forgiving, Uh, still getting them speeds up to around 337 feet per second, which is just crazy um, uh, for an axle-axle bow of that size. And then we jump into the youth line, and the youth line starts at our Mentor Junior and goes up to our Mentor E, which we put an E system now even on one of our youth bows. So... That's exciting. We can start the kids out literally at that eight nine year old range and take them all the way up to fifty pounds
1: wow that that's fantastic, you know, and it saves so much money. In in the long run, when you can have, you know, grow with the bow, if you will. Um, Exactly. And and, and those mods, boy, I tell you what, anybody that's ever uh, been in this industry or been around this industry, the fact that you can change uh, with the mods uh, on things instead of, you know, taking things apart or putting it on the press and all the different things that you used to have to do uh, have really just... um, Change the whole direction of the industry itself.
0: Oh yeah, no, there's no question. That's it's it's made a dramatic difference.
1: Um. When we come back in the next segment, Ted, I want to talk a little bit about the crossbow, and I want to talk about the rollover on the cam systems because, uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's been a little while since I've really got into the archery things, and, you know, smooth is everything when it comes to drawing back a compound bow, especially with the dual cam system. So hang Be on sure. a second. We'll talk with more with Ted Harpam, dartonarchery.com, talking about what's new for 2023 and what's still available. You're going to find out right here on the Michigan Talk. Network.
0: Hey, this is Nick Munch with Michael Waddell's Ball Collector, and you're listening to my main man, Duran Martinez, on Wild Mission. Rifle in a gun rack, hanging in the back, blast put knife on my belt, ain't no lamp for sale. Around here. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm
1: Duran Martinez. Happy to have you here. Courtesy of Not Just Guns. Cedar Street 127 in Mason. Lots and lots of great ammunition. And, and better than average, better than, you know your big box store prices these guys definitely do ammunition right as well as the firearms that they carry and what they uh can help you find man which is about anything believe me it it ranges all over the place and not just guns is a place to find it and right now we're going to speak with ted harpum uh, via the conquest sense hotline ted is joining us from uh, darton archery uh real quickly ted um I want to talk about the rollover system on these cams because, you know, I'm a a dual cam guy. There are some out there that still like a single cam bow. But um, with speed comes a design uh, which sometimes doesn't always lend itself to the smoothness of a rollover on cam because it's almost like egg-shaped. And, uh, look, you're around this stuff every day, and you know how smooth these are. And that's why I'm going to ask you. Because, you know, sometimes you get that huge let off. It's like, Glum. you know what I mean? I don't even know how to explain yeah. it any other way.
0: Well, you know, Duran, what we've done is we've now created different mods uh, that will allow you to have anywhere from 85% let off all the way down to 65% let off. So you can, you can pretty much design the cam um, feel to what you really want and what you want to hold for holding weight. But most of the hunter guys out there today, you know, they really prefer having, you know, the, the most amount of let off. So they like that 80 to 85 percent let off, especially if you're in a hunting situation. And, you know, it always seems like when you get that spot to, to take that shot, something either the animal stops or the animal looks at you or something happens. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm at full draw. What do I do? You know, and you have to sit there and hold it. So uh, the design that we've actually come up with now really makes that nice, especially with the E-System. You know, I can't express that E-System enough because that really gives you the, the silky smooth, less hysteresis, so that's, you know, the force that's pulling back against you. With that system, you can sit and pull that back and hold it. You know, I can't say forever, but I can tell you, it's way longer than you can with with any other system out there today. Um, and then combined with the, the modular system that we put on it, you can adjust it to what you want. Uh, you can, have, you know, adjust the draw step drive-stop tabs to micro-adjust it. We have just got so much adjustability in the new cam systems that we're doing today. Um, It really can almost fit anybody's uh, style of shooting.
1: Ted Harpin with Dart and Archery joining us here on the Conquest Sense Hotline. Uh, Ted, I remember like, you know, 16, 17 years ago when I first got started on a single cam bow was the way to go. Then I discovered uh, the dual cam, which I... Personally, like that a lot better, and I and I don't, I, I can't really give you the reasons for
0: it. Um, well, Durant, I can give you one really great reason. And anytime you're on a dual sync bow, what that means is both cams are synced together, so you never have to worry about one going out of time to the other. So what that gives you is, is just an absolute perfect delivery of the arrow. So everything we have and we've done in years that we've worked together has been under a dual-sync stuff. And why people like that is that the the shot, um, there's never any chance of that bow coming out where one cam is is not timed to the other one. Because one can't move without the other. So they're perfectly timed together.
1: And see, this is why we call Ted, because Ted tells me <laughs> why I
0: like these things, because I can't quite think of it myself. I
1: remember when you
0: shot the first one, and you're like, oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's like, man, oh, man, it just, and things have, have progressed, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I liken it back to the the Kenny Bernstein days of, of Top Fuel Dragster. You know, the first to 300 uh, was 300 miles an hour in archery in, in um in the world of compounds, it was like that as well, but it was first to 300 FPS. Now you're looking at 360, of course, with all the IBO stuff, uh, but it still gives you a better idea as to, you know, with with a hunting uh, grain weight arrow, uh, with a 100 grain broadhead, I mean, with with natural things. Yes, that number is going to come down, but it's still going to stay elevated to where you were probably five years ago.
0: Right, and in a hunting situation, what you know the difference that kind of separates us from the rest is that you can shoot, you know, a higher grained arrow and 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 still have the speed and capabilities and the stored energy and the, and the you know the all the energy going force into that arrow. Uh, the efficiencies are extremely high, so uh, we call it kinetic energy, and the kinetic energy is is very very high on our bows, so all of our bows.
1: Ted Harper from Dart and Archery joining us here. Ted, I'm going to move over to crossbows now. Uh, you used to have quite the lineup of crossbows, but now with the toxin, uh, that one we have watched progress and change a little bit over the past you know 10 years five 10 years that you've been doing it and to me and i will i will state this publicly on record it is the perfect crossbow for blind hunting because of the narrow ata and the actual overall speed of how this goes i just i have still to this day love this crossbow
0: you know the toxin crossbows have been just you know five star performers for us and the biggest thing that we found with our crossbows is that we want to make the safest, most dependable crossbow on the market today. Uh, And we strive at doing that. And we may not be the fastest and we may not be the lightest. Uh, But I can tell you we are by far the safest. And with a new crossbow lineup, we have two new crossbows coming out for 23. Um, We've got the Renegade 370, which we've actually now is even narrower than the Toxin. Uh, We've got an all-new redesigned, the the Hobo's redesigned. I mean, from the limbs to the cams to the receiver to the anti-dry fires to the safety to the adjustable stock to the alarm longer and better finger protection so you can't possibly get your fingers up in and around the cables. Uh, and we've made this bow a little shorter so it really fits a wide variety of people um, with our design. And then we also have the new 420 uh, Outlaw coming out which is it, it's 420 because it shoots 420 feet per second and we're shooting these with 400 grain arrows where a lot of companies today are using a much lighter arrow to get these these just super high speeds but once you get to that, you know, those lighter arrows and, and you start changing all the dynamics of that, you know, the accuracy starts, you know, wavering a little bit. And we still want to have the best hunting crossbow on the market. And when you're talking hunting, you want to have that, you know, the stored energy, the the efficiencies and, and deliver that kinetic energy at the end of the shot. And these crossbows are designed to do just that.
1: Ted Harper, our guest here on Wild Michigan, Ted uh, with Dart and Archery. You know, being tied in with, with Black Eagle Arrows, the Dart and Archery is with Randy there. I can't think of a better marriage to balance those things out. Uh, to say, look, we we've tested this with this, and and this is what fits collectively
0: well Randy and I have been friends for many many years and have done business together for many years and it it was just an absolute perfect opportunity for darton for black eagle for conquest to all join together and it has been it's been awesome it's uh, Randy's a great guy he's 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 well respected in the industry and uh, we've got a terrific staff of shooters um our pro shooting line to our, our you know our amateur shooting lines are just an amazing group of people so we're excited. I mean, things are really, really going uh, well here at Darton Archery on my end of things. Uh, Black Eagle is is still, you know, leading the, the amount of podiums in the industry and the target side of things. Uh, they make a terrific hunting arrow. People out there today that are that are looking to to look for arrows and stuff uh, definitely get online and take a look at the Black Eagle line at, at www.blackeaglearrows.com Look at Darton Archery, Conquest stabilizers. Um, keep an eye on our Facebook pages for sure, because we've got just tons of stuff being up there all the time.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure to watch and to have worked with you in the past, and hopefully we can do so in the future. I mean, you guys are a Michigan company, American made and designed, and three things right there—the trifecta of importance. Uh, aside from the quality, you know, that goes into these things, what people are still looking for today, and what really lead in uh, in decision making.
0: Yeah, no, we're we're excited. Uh, we're a very strong Christian-based company. We always have been, and now you know we're actually putting uh, scriptures on our on our limbs. So it's it's kind of cool. It's 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 exciting to what's happening in uh, in our world today, and you know the path that we're going down. Uh, we're excited for 23 and what you know 23's got to bring in 24. You know, we're starting to look at bows now for 2024. Uh, so yeah, it's it's great, and we'd love to get a, uh, one of the brand new Dartons in in your hands and in your wife's hands even.
1: Well, she's a, she's more of a crossbow girl, but you know that uh, I know, that's great because I know. that goes through the whole family, everybody can use the same thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's, I think the the new Renegade 370 for her would be just an absolute Perfect
1: crossbow. Well, I, I will be letting her know, and uh, uh, you just opened up a can of worms for me. There, I 10. know I, I understand.
0: That's why I wanted to get it in.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's it's so good to have you on the show and have talk with you on this stuff, and uh, we're really looking forward to because we know what quality Darton brings to the, the table, and uh, the, the oh, fact yeah, that's right here in Michigan—that's fantastic.
0: And keep track. You know, Tom. Tom's shooting our stuff now. Yes, uh, he's shooting darting in that Black Eagle. Uh, he does a great, great job for us. Tom Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got the the guys out on the East Coast uh, that are shooting for us, Nick Albany's and those guys at Pack Driver TV, Guskin and Jemmy, and I mean, we got a great hunting staff as well as shooting staff. So, all super right, super exciting. We'll get
1: them there, Ted Arbum, Darton Archery. Thank you so much. Thanks to Conquest Sense and not just Guns, Al Stewart joining us here today. Also David Bolowski, St. Joe River Bowes and of course Tom Nelson, the American Archer. All our good friends right here and thank you, our friend for listening here on the Michigan Talk Network with Wild Michigan.